Hello and welcome to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what, is, what is this? What is pew, 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 pew. No, it we, is. We so need a trap horn sound effect. Yeah, we do need a trap horn. <laughs> we keep we keep saying that we're going to get one, and don't worry, Jordan will put it in post. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he will, will he? <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Somebody else to edit the episodes. That could work. That's... <laughs> uh, no, it isn't. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Hobby Happy Hour with me, Bob. And my good self, Jono. Uh, if you haven't noticed already, we have uh, a very illustrious guest on the show with us today. Uh, if you'd like to introduce yourself. I would love to. Hello, it's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> what what? Great <laughs> of Lawhammer fame, um, one of the most listened to hobby-based podcasts uh, in the world across many nations, I believe. Wow, yeah, it's definitely a few. I think, yeah, yeah. I think you, you hit all. Uh, you hit a lot of the the, the English-speaking ones, but I think yeah, I think you're up there in some of the other ones too. You know, it's, um, yeah. How's fame yeah. treated you? Uh, fame. You know, Mark actually likes to tell a story about how someone recognized him in, like, a mall. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, while he was down in Florida. But I can say that I have never been recognized. Ah. So, it's too bad. Maybe that one is. day. Maybe one well, day. That's... It's still time. The f- yeah. The first thing is you need to go outside. <laughs> Why? Why would I do that? <laughs> There's people out know. there. All my stuff is in here. <laughs> <laughs> what people say to do go outside yeah. but it's cold out there <laughs> ah yes Canada of course um, no not that I can speak um, <laughs> yeah it must be starting to get from, cold like, for you yeah it is freezing and... cold countries like what the hell well we can't all live in Australia okay Jono um, well, well yeah I, I have can. sacrificed heat for um the safety from your all your animals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the beloved little animals. Everybody I've been learning animals. about sharks today, so <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've gained a healthy new appreciation slash terror. Yeah. Yeah. I think we yeah. we all have. So thank you for that, Jono. Thank you for yeah. solidifying yeah, yeah. our terror yeah. of the deep. You gotta learn something new every day. Yeah. Oh yeah, bonus bonus fact, they're also in our rivers here, not just our oceans. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> next it's like that piranha movie where yeah, they come like through the plumbing. Yeah. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> like, there's also little tiny ones that come through your tap and when you drink the water they like burst through your chest and <laughs> ah, no <laughs> ah, classic Australia. Good old Australia. So anyway, um the reason we are joined together on this beautiful day is um, really just to sort of pick your brains a little bit, Eric, get to know your experiences in the hobby. I might have some Lawhammer-based questions as well for you, um, but I think the biggest one, and the one that I most want to know, is yeah, how, did, it. how did it all start? What happened? Warhammer? Like, how did that kick off? Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, now, I'm going to tell you a order of events which is how I recollect it. (laughs) But it was so long Uh ago now that it's very possible I'm getting a few details wrong. I'm not going to be fact-checking this, just to let you know. It's (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
Definitely. Like, I, like, I signed my le- my waiver at the beginning, so... Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, okay, so as far as I remember it, Mark and Christian were actually the first ones to talk about it together. <gasps> yeah, and Christian was... Uh, he is a schemer and a planner, and he's always got something in his pipe um, <laughs> for smoking. And... Okay. <laughs> Ayo! And... Yeah, he was talking about it, and then Mark was talking about it to me, and I was sharing that, you know, that sounds like really cool, you really like Warhammer, you've been doing it for so long, you could really add something, and then, you know, some time went by, and eventually I was like, you know, it's like not going to happen, and he's like, I know, and then he offered it to me and asked me if I wanted to do it with him. And then we kind of just spitballed off each other for a little bit. We tossed around Jordan's name to help us on the technical side. Mm -hmm. And then I think after he first messaged me, it was only like two, maybe three weeks before we had recorded three episodes. Mm. So from from the time he first told me, it actually happened really fast. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So it just kind of just happened, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, our expectations, I think, were so low in the beginning. Yeah. So it didn't really require any kind of particular, um, like, planning or, like, thought into what our segments were doing. Because we were just thinking, let's try whatever we want. So we just, like, both kept adding segments until we were happy enough to, like, build an episode out of it. And Yeah. We just recorded in like a this fun room with some Batman blankets on the walls. Yes, I remember. I remember you saying. Yeah, that was a good one in Jordan's house, and the equipment we had was just stuff Jordan had lying around. So, That's so cool. it was it just happened kind of organically, really fast. And it wasn't really yeah. until uh, we were probably about a year and a half in hmm. that the tone kind of shifted, and then. Uh, we kind of realized that it was gaining traction and popularity. And I think at that point, Colin had just offered to do like our media stuff, which gave us a massive Instagram account. And mm. So then it was that point where like, okay, let's sit down and let's talk about what might happen if it becomes popular and how do we want to handle any potential revenue that it would earn and how much effort do we want to put in and yeah, kind of like set the tone and expectations, made like um, mission statements that we wanted and like value statements and kind of turned it into a real gig. That's so cool. So would you say that, that the social media side of it, do you think Instagram is what maybe, I don't know, do you think, do you feel like that was the turning point for you or do you feel like that was just an additional you'd already started to gain traction in terms of popularity and then the Instagram account happened. Well, I don't think that it was the turning point. I do think it was a turning point. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin uh, joining us, actually, he just had a lot of crazy good ideas and he was willing to work a lot of like technical sides in terms of putting ourselves out there and um, kind of helping to generate a brand for us and the instagram went like that was his main source of sharing it and disseminating it yeah yeah. but mark and i got kind of got to like share that brand in how we um like built our episodes and how we catered with like communicated with people so he was really a really huge boon for us yeah for sure we've had him on the show actually we've um we've spoken to colin yeah he's a really really cool guy 
I agree. Yeah. We've got so much time for Colin. Like, yeah, we we recorded like a longer episode. I think it was, we went for about an hour and a half, and then <laughs> it was like another hour and a half just like talking to him. Like, yeah, just so much time for that guy. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's something special about him and how he yeah. interacts with people. He- what we're trying to say is we we love you, Colin. Please return our call. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, um, Colin. Please, please just take, take back. us back. <laughs> we're sorry. We didn't yeah. mean it. Come back. Please tell me uh, my stories are good. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So just, like, on, on when you recorded, you started recording, did you put out your first episode that you ever recorded or was that just sort of a tasting plate that just got done and then we just shelved it? Yeah. Um, The first one we ever recorded was Intro to Lorehammer. Mm. And as far as I'm aware, it's still on our thing. Maybe we re-recorded that at some point. I think you did. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I think we did. It's it's funny, I've actually been re-listening to um to your episodes oh nice yeah um i just you know it's been a while you know blowhammer finished you know it's uh it's you stopped recording and i thought you know you know what i feel like a little bit of nostalgia i want to go back to the beginning i think that ah, very cool that the the warp episode and the the war in heaven episode i think that was the one that really got me i think that's one that got its hooks in me wow like, that got you early yeah um but i was like oh yeah i do want to i do want to know more about this this is really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it, it, it must have been then. We had that first episode on for a while, but then we redid it. And so I guess technically our first released episode would be The Warp. It's like an ocean. But we, we definitely didn't do like a, a tester episode. Like um, I, you guys know because you have to submit your podcast, but. A lot of people don't know that Apple has to like approve your podcast before you can, before they'll share it on their website. Yep. And a lot of people don't like put their real episode on there. They kind of just explain what their show is going to be doing and their segments and like talk about their target audience stuff and put it on there. Yeah. Um, Not considered doing that at all. (laughs) Here you go. Here's an episode. Enjoy. (laughs) I don't think Apple like accepts just that. You also like they still wait for a real episode to go on. Uh, Fair. But like we didn't, we hadn't known that, so we just like tossed all the episodes we had created up at the same time, and we're we're thinking like, man, that poor person that has to listen to this. If they don't care about Warhammer and know about Warhammer, they're going to be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I, I thought that. <laughs> yeah. That must be a hell of a job. Some of the crap mm-hmm. you must listen to. Because I can yeah, imagine our... some of the stuff that they reject is just the insane <laughs> rambling stuff. Yeah. And the lizard oh, people, God. they're in your brain. Like, oh, God. I remember that being as like a weirdly stressful moment of like submitting it to Apple. Like, are they going to accept it? Like, oh man, what if they don't? <laughs> I remember um, it's ages ago this now because Johnny, when we first started this, we had like temporary artwork, you know, just to so we had yeah. something to put up there because we used Podbean um, as our sort of main hub place, and then d- distribute to the separate other places right. off the back of that. Um, and we just, you have to put like artwork in there. So we just, I just shoehorn something in there. 
But for some weird reason, specifically the Apple podcast side of things, once we changed all the artwork to something, what we have now, wouldn't accept it. Oh, and it was man. driving me crazy. And I was like, like, it's like, oh, no, your picture must be this many pixels. And it must be this big. I'm like, but it is that many pixels. And it is that big. What are you talking oh, about? Rough. But um, anyway, we saw it. We saw it. I spoke to the customer Good. service department. I was like, hello. Yes, it's Bob. This is unacceptable. <laughs> I demand to be taken seriously. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I fixed it for you. Ah, well, thank you. And good nice. day for you, sir. <laughs> At least you got it fixed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, in retrospect, which one was your favorite episode that you recorded uh, of Lawhammer? What was the, uh, you know, the one that you you remember very vividly as being your favorite? Mm. <laughs> well, I think my favorite I would have to pick would be okay when we did the thirteen Black Crusades. I yeah, I gained like a new appreciation for Abaddon uh, as a character. Sorry, John. I was just saying, yeah, my boy Abaddon. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like I I never really, I kind of just thought he was the meme lord that existed online. Yeah, yeah, Abaddon. Yeah, exactly. And but man, for some reason, like he turned into such a cool character for me as we were building those episodes. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Like hundred percent, man. Like the the Black Crusade episodes you did, I loved them, man. That was they were hands down my favorite. Like you never did an Ultramarine episode, which <laughs> uh, after On months purpose, of campaign, Jono. yeah, yeah, just to just to strike me down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after months of campaigning, I gave up. So, but yeah, I think, and then that sort of solidified it. I think for me, and then I think it was that that drove me to read the Talons of Horus book. Okay. All about Abaddon. And then the second one, which was uh, Black Legion by Aaron Dembski Bowden. A fantastic book, man. Yeah, he's... That's awesome. He's just... Yeah, he's just like... It It changes your whole perspective of him, man. Like, he's... Yeah, it's so good. I can't speak highly enough of those book series. Yeah, I, nice. I, I think I went through a similar thing as well. I think um, I always assumed Abaddon was just a bit of a raving loon, you know, like yeah, just chaos totally. and just chaotic. But he's no, he's a lot more calm and controlled than I think you think he would be. Um... And charismatic. <laughs> yeah, he's no, a leader. He is, like, so handsome. Yeah, like, yeah. No, <laughs> all loot, like... all tubed into his Terminator suit. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, lubed and tubed. Whoa, <laughs> clean that. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, no, and I think um, like you know Woody from the from the Warhammer community. I remember he shared an article yeah. on like what it's like to be like a Chaos Astartes in 40k. It was really well written, um, and it's I, like I won't go through all of it, but it basically says, look, a lot of people you assume that. Like chaos Astartes, like the heretics, that they they've just lost it, that they're just insane. But a lot of them aren't. They're just trying to survive in what is a very cruel galaxy. Um, mm-hmm. And you know they make deals, they discuss things with each other, so you can get like a Nurgle warband that's pretty like lucid, like they're pretty self aware. Sure. And then they can make a deal with like even like a Sunesh, even like Siege, because Nurgle and Siege hate each other, but they can make those deals, they can discuss things, and if it suits them at the time, and it's, yeah, it's not just constant. You know. Yeah. 
I think that even though it's it's not that all are like that. There's definitely some raving lunatic oh, possessed sure. space marines yeah, out there. For sure. But yeah, there's still space marines. You know, like there are still people that keep their head, that uh, like use all their tactical training that they learned. Um, it's just it would be yeah. weird to assume that they're they're still not the one of the craziest people in the galaxy to fight. Yeah, it's um yeah, and I think there's also that sort of like that gray area, that sort of you know like the renegade Astartes, like that maybe. Uh, hashtag spoilers but like the soul drinkers <laughs> sort of story um like where they they're not loyalist anymore but they're not mm. chaos either and it's that sort of that middle ground but then eventually when you haven't you're no longer bathed in the light of the emperor um you can start falling because chaos can just start corrupting you a little bit at a time um and it's that sort of middle ground area where you know, the, the, I'm not going to say they're human. They're Astartes, do you know what I mean? Like, they are sure. meta-humans, but they're still... They have emotions and drives and wants and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, they're... Well, Sorry, go ahead, General. I was going to say, just to, like, keep harping on about, like, Black Library again, like, <laughs> I'm currently going through, like, the Night Lord series, the trilogy, and that that is exactly, like, you know, it's... It's not it's not Horus Heresy, it's in the fortieth millennium. And like they're they're not like rambling idiots, they're like strategic, they're tactical, um, they're just trying to survive. Also oh God, fuck up the, the Imperial the Lords would well. be horrible. Yeah. And and like you know, they look down upon like anyone that like pledges allegiance to like any of the four gods and like all that sort of stuff, and it's really, really cool, man. Like, I highly recommend it. Nice, very nice. Yeah. But one, I, I was, I was like that. I always thought, like, yeah, Chaos Space Marines are just like rambling idiots. So, yeah, yeah. it's definitely fun to kind of have to shift your view of those things because, yeah, I mean, I was very similar on it. But and that's why the Abaddon episode was so cool because it felt like at that moment the little bit of creativity kind of was released, you know? Mm, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you can build something beyond the the Berserker style, the gibbering yes. mass. Yeah. I, I think that's probably, I, I don't know, I think you, when you talk to people, you can kind of get a vibe quite quickly as to, no, no, I like to stick to the, the bog standard canon, this is what I like, <laughs> and then you can sort of get at people, like, ah, actually, no, but then surely if that's true, then that means that this must be true. So technically... Technically, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's still Lorica. Uh, those so. are my favorite people. <laughs> I think it was really around that time that I actually developed like the back lore for the Chaos War Band that is one day going to happen. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Well, talk I to like me. It. Talk to me about that. What's your plans for it? What's your... Um, yeah, I mean, I might have shared this before, but I'll share it again. It's uh, a war band with a genetically uh, haunt, a genetic haunting system from the demons they worship. So, okay, every space marine at some point develops another gene seed, and that is then transplanted into a new man, a new space marine. Mm -hmm. So, you could say that there's like a genetic history or lineage for every space marine line. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Okay, so then my thought was there are demons that follow the line down and haunt 
um, the people that the gene seed is being transplanted into. So if Jono is a space marine, he's haunted by a really, really powerful demon. Oh. If I, yeah, <laughs> if, of I course. Get, if I get the gene seed out of Jono and it tr turns me into a, a space marine, that demon then moves from Jono and latches onto me. Mm. But so even though it's a really, really powerful demon and you kind of you're a possessed, so you gain its abilities, you are like the most haunted, the most horrible, like you're constantly under threat of this demon trying to seize control of you. And it's like it's like a horrible existence. Yeah, 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 for sure. And the more the more powerful the demon is, the more horrible your existence is. But because your demon is so powerful, you're really revered in the warband. So like authority is all determined by your genetic um demon that is latched onto you Ooh. that's super cool that's cool. <laughs> yeah no i like yeah. that it felt really cool like it felt with abaddon uh i could like really play with the characteristics of the warband so i chose like a, a pious warband but not in any like regular way like a like i'm <laughs> on my other side i'm a black templar and green knight so on this one i was like nah these guys are going to worship the most profane thing like demons and demonic possession that's like their ultimate transcendental desire no that's cool yeah the, like yeah that is really really cool yeah. i'm like picturing yeah i can see it in my brain how would you how would you put that in mini form well, obviously, there's the night haunts. Yep, there we go. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every time I've talked about this, that I always get told, "Oh my god, you know it'd be really good yeah. if you use night haunts." And I don't think people are wrong, but it just seems too. I don't think those are evil enough for what I have in my mind. Like horrible enough. I think I get what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I, you, yeah. 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 Okay. Fair. I, I kind of want them to be tormented by these things that are truly like disgusting. Um, but I, I have no idea what that looks like. And the night haunts are act like a good idea. They really are. I think it would be the. I think it's the go-to. It's the, it would be the easiest way Definitely. to put that across on table. For, oh, like right, I can see ghosts around space. Yeah, so these are. I see. I understand. Yeah. But um, maybe you don't do that for all of them. Maybe just I don't, like take a leaf out of my book. Just do a whole army of them. Like you know, <laughs> why not? Like why not you know, torture yourself indefinitely? It's um. <sighs> I don't know if I can do another whole army. You you can't. Well, you can tell yourself you can. So you can buy all the bits, <laughs> plan it out, and then just, yeah, forever. Um, Have a, a boxed closet. You could use demons. You could use the corn demons or any other kind of yeah. demons. Or the... I think a demon would look really cool on the back of the base. I just w wasn't really sure how to make it look like it was the space marine that's on the model and not the demon. Yeah, that's what I, I was just thinking, like, to do like uh, two minis on one base, so like sort of <clears throat> like say if you did that, obviously the base size is going to be like out of whack. Mm -hmm. But like you could do it as in like it's the I don't know how you do it painting wise, but you could do it like it's the Space Marine shadow. Oh, okay, if, if you know what I mean. So say you're going to yeah. Space wait, Marine would you have them in the same pose? 
Yeah, yeah, like same, same, or whatever pose. I don't like a puppeteer. Like, like you could have it so that right, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. behind you could it. You do it in like black and like you know just maybe Ooh. like do some accents like on the eyes, like glowing effect, and use like that, like uh, do a black paint or something like that. Yeah, if I tell you what, John, you you build that model and paint it, and I'll write a story for it. <laughs> hey, if you don't do it, I think I might. Jeez, that's um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could do it. Like it's it's viable. Like you, you, all you have to do is do the tra- like you have to paint the trail of the shadow going to right. the second mini, and then go from there. You know, like how you can't remember where I've seen it before in like you know movies or something where the shadow does something different to the person what the person's doing and something. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd sure. have to be careful with that because I think if you put that in mini form and the shadow is just different to the mini, you'd have to explain. No, no, I've not just fucked it up. This is it's a purposeful, <laughs> like, it's a purposeful decision. Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could do a you could do a really good diorama piece. Yeah, you uh, could have that would it be really cool, like a greater cool. demon standing behind a space yeah. marine, but the yeah. greater demon in the same pose, and it's all black yeah. on front, and the space marine is black on the back. Yeah, yeah, that would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Or like, um, you could also use for like the smaller ones little corn demons but have them bursting out of the back so like just cut oh yes cut into the back of it and yeah, then cut the legs off so they're like bursting out the back of it and like with its arms over the top like so you still got that sort of marionette style but yeah oh that's kind of cool even if it's like locked yeah. in swords with like the marine is locked in swords with another marine maybe the demon sprouts from its arm or something or from his yeah. leg and like gets another blade in there yeah, that oh, just the idea of like a space marine with like a like a, a a demon like half cut off at the waist, green stuffed in, so it's like like a marionette puppeteer with the space marine. That that is fucking a cool idea, man. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, uh, storing that one away. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> that one's going in there. That's um, that one, guys. That's for free. Good. <laughs> Good job. That was a great little powwow. That was cool. Yeah. That's nice. Um, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, getting... that... no. You go, Jenna. You go. Okay. I was gonna say, like, getting getting back to like Warhammer. Is there one episode that you really wanted to do that you never did? It was like the one that was like, ah, oh, that got away. Okay. Uh, I might have a f- couple on this one. Um, it better be Ultramarines. <laughs> i'm pretty sure within like the first month when we were talking about episode ideas we wrote down the dornian heresy yes Ooh, yes but we never did it ah. and that that's a pretty that's a pretty big missed one i think oh man i agree i love the dornian heresy i think it's i don't yeah. know why um but yeah it's I think it's like my hipster nature. I was like, oh, you like regular 40k. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, that was a pretty good one. And it sat on the shelf for so long because we were always like, ooh, I don't know. Could we do it? Could we do it justice? And we never, we never stuck our courage to the sticking place. <laughs> the place you stick your courage. I, I, I I wouldn't would this is a family friendly show I wouldn't like to say where I <laughs> <laughs> But yeah we never we never did that one and I think that one could have been really fun. No I agree. Um, 
What's your favorite bit of the Dornian Heresy then? For those that don't know it, by the way, as well, the Dornian Heresy is basically the regular 40k, but completely flipped in terms of the Horus Heresy and where the the chapters aligned. Um, yeah, so in, instead of um, Horus, uh, I mean, who's that one guy in the Horus Heresy that uh, like betrayed everyone? He's the a Primarch. Horus? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, Logar. <laughs> no, no, a horse. The guy from the horse heresy, horse. Uh, I never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, instead of him, it's Dorn. Yeah, and I'm a huge Dorn guy, like through and through. And just the idea of Dorn kind of getting his day in the spotlight, <laughs> I absolutely love. It is yeah. very cool. It is very cool. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, my I tell you, my favorite bit of the Dornian heresy is I think it's the Iron Hands. Okay. Um, and they basically, and it's it's insinuated heavily, like they don't out and out just say this is, but it's they they fall to Necron almost. So they decide that they want to go full on robotic and completely lose all semblance of of like humanity. Flesh is weak, and yeah, but and so then they they find their sort of their um, their idols in the Necron and start to. Like utilize their weapons and start trying to emulate them, and it's yeah, I like that. I think there's a lot of potential. I'd That's love very to see cool. Some uh, like Space Marine Necron conversion pieces. I think that could look very cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. A lot of like hyperphase blades and shields. I could see it. Yeah, yeah. I'll be uh, let's fit like the the Xeno blades, quote unquote, that the uh, the Death Watch <laughs> use. Um, right, they, they are necro. We all know they're necro blades. You can call yeah. them whatever you like. Death Watch. These, these are Z- like Xenoblades. That we'll call them that. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> this isn't heretical at all. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's my favorite little little oracle tidbit from the Dornian Heresy. I quite enjoyed that. Do you have one, Jana? Um, I, I I'm not too versed in the Dornian heresy because like I think the first time we found out about it was when we did that little uh intern painting competition that we're talking about oh okay yeah, yeah when you guys yeah. painted the op- like you painted the Dornian heresy models yeah yeah we all did like a space marine conversion and painted it up um because like I was like oh yeah cool like obviously I'll paint ultramarines I was like yes Chaos Ultramarines is going to be cool. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're just renegades. They're not Chaos. I'm like, yeah. God damn it. I think I was a little disappointed with that as well. I thought, like. So I in... thought we'd be like the full blown fucking like heretic. I'm like, yeah, here we go. This is going to be awesome. That, oh, God. They're still blue. Like, they're still almost fuck. exactly the same, lorically, as they are in 40K. Just. Yeah, don't they just secede from the Empire? Yeah, they're, bas- they're just yeah. full on renegades. So they just decide to. Like, but they're definitely not chaos, which is even yeah. when they go bad guys, they're still boring. <laughs> oh, oh, poor Chana. Uh, you cho- you chose your bed. <laughs> now lion. Yeah, it's so comfy though. Um, yeah, just sort of touching on like dawn and that. Would in in tabletop and like lore, Would would you like to see him come back? Um, well, I was there never... rumors that he might be the next loyalist Primarch to come back. <laughs> well, it's, okay. it's either going to be Dawn, uh, the wolf humping dude, or Lionel. Okay, before I answer your question, uh, out of all of those three, 
Uh, I think Logan Brimnar makes the most sense, but I would most like to see Lionel Johnson. Yeah. Um, okay. When it comes to Dorn coming back on the tabletop and in the lore. Um, the lore? Sure. Bring him back. Let's see what he does. Let's see how he interacts. Um, let's see who like tries to carve out a piece of the Imperium for themselves, or do they work towards a common goal? Do they still try to act like sons of their father, or do they try and act like the kings of their domain? Um, on the tabletop, I was never a fan of the big guys on the tabletop. It's just too Hero Hammer. Um, I like the rules that we have mm. currently in ninth, but I don't like the heroes that we have. Back yeah. when I was playing in third and fifth, like, bringing a, a captain, an unnamed captain, was a huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now you're like, I have 35 lieutenants in my Space Marine army. <laughs> yeah. 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 And here's here's Calgar, and here's Reboot, and here's Call, and I'm playing them all on the same list. Like, I, I don't want to play Hero Hammer. I, yeah. Historically, and I think it's sort of maybe our my view, I will say, is slightly skewed because I just don't play. I don't even know how to. I don't play Warhammer. I'm <laughs> purely here. I like the lore and I like painting the models. Yeah, but um, it's not like you don't engage on it, so... But Yeah, yeah, 100%, but then I guess that skews my opinion of it because I don't mind Hero Hammer, but then again, I don't play the game, so it's neither well, here nor there. Like, it's... I'm not here trying to say that that's like a bad game or... But no, I don't, don't want to touch on recording now. <laughs> I'm not trying to tell people that, like, ah, you're wrong if you like that, but it's just not for me. I, that It feels way more like um, some weird board game at that point and less of, like, a strategy tabletop game. I think what it probably does as well is it does move away from the creativity of it. So before, without them, you'd say, oh, so this is my captain, this is his story, this is what he looks like, this is, like, his backstory as opposed to this is um, Gilliman. Yeah, there's yeah, definitely you know who he is. That. Like, <laughs> you yeah, like uh, James has these nameplates on some of his guys, mm. and there's something special about him picking up one of these guys, looking at him, and saying, "I know this this guy's story," and he actually has this one model that, for like three games in a row, was the last man left alive in his squad and did not die all three games. And we he ended up like giving him special honors and badges for that. But <laughs> you, cool. you don't really you don't really do that on models that like they're so pretty you can't mess up, right? Like you're not gonna butcher reboot unless you're a heretic, you know. Oh, oh but you can though, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I but think... I agree, like it, it feels like there's more freedom for that expressiveness when you're building something from scratch. Yeah, for sure. And I think it is a little it's certainly daunting if you want to go into a conversion piece using a Primark model. It's mm -hmm. it is yeah, certainly because it's you know, that's not no money. That's real yeah, money. Real. You fuck that up and that is a big waste you, of time. You um, just start crying. I, I don't know if anybody else saw this, but because um, I, I lurk all over social media in all the Warhammer places. Um, and there was a, someone who posted in one of the Facebook forums and they'd used uh, just Rustoleum chalk primer on Gilliman. Oh my. And you just, and they were like, hmm, like I've primed him with this. Doesn't quite look right though. And he suggested just like reams of people going, what have you done? <laughs> like. Like, why would you do that to what is it? Oh, a very expensive model. 
It's, uh, yeah, that's a pretty penny. It sure is. Wow. But um, yeah, which I'll tell you something. Talking about Primarchs, which would you least like to see come back from either Chaos or Loyalist? I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, I don't really know for Chaos, but for Loyalist, Sanguinius. Hmm. Oh, I, yeah, I, no. I don't need him back. Yeah, they they stay dead. <laughs> and maybe if I was like a diehard Blood Angels fan, maybe I'd be different. But I still think I'd think the same thing. Yeah, it yeah. seems. I think it would cheapen his sacrifice a lot if it, he came yeah. back. It's a very pivotal moment in the sort of the story. So it's yeah, yeah, to to change that and go, oh, but he was all okay in the end. Does sort yeah. of. Oh, well, we might as well just bring the Emperor back. Horus is forgiven. Let's fuck yeah. it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it definitely would feel like the consequences weren't nearly as terrible as they said. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, see, I, I don't have a problem with him bringing back Primarchs that aren't dead. Yeah, that left it ambiguous. If, like, yeah. If they're yeah, like dead, Logan. they stay dead. Yeah. That's why I it's think like, like Logan makes a lot of sense to bring him back because he just said I'll be back for the wolf time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let let him say that the wolf time has begun. You know, I, I tell you who I would like to see come back, but in a very specific way. Um, told Korax, um, but I think he's lost in. Yeah. I want to say in the warp. Is he? I think it sounds right to me. Um, yeah, he's in the warp hunting Logar. I want Logar. him to come back. But I want him to come back having been absolutely fucked by the by the warp. Like this big twisted raven monster that is still Korax in his mind. But he Almost just, like Howl's Moving Castle. Exactly. Like that this like big <laughs> monstrous bird thing. And then he's like he's gotta come back and everyone's gotta go, Oh, hey dude. <laughs> um like, <laughs> no, no. my Primark. It's still me. I'm still like me, but I look like this now, and um, so I have this twitch now, and like because they <laughs> I whisper. Might peck you. Um, but yeah, um, and just to see how that would play out, like how would the ecclesiarchy accept that? How would they? How would like Gilliman accept his brother back? How would that play right. out? Um, yeah, absolutely, that'd be a fun one. I, I, I. I would like to see Dawn come back just because I think that would be the most interesting aspect on the Imperium side. Like, if he comes back, like, like Dawn and Gilliman are like, you know, they're going to clash big time. Yeah. You know, because, like, they're both, like, stoic leaders. Exactly, yeah. That's why, I, in lore, I 100% agree with you. Dawn comes back. Man, like, who do they carve out kingdoms for themselves? Can they work together? I don't know. Find out next week. On. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Terra Firma. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, I, I don't. I, I'm on the opposite side. Like, I don't mind Hero Hammer because that's <laughs> where we're at now. Because yeah. I think. And they're great models. They are. Yeah, There's no, especially yeah. the Chaos ones. Like, Mortarion is such a good model. I cannot wait to get my hands on Angron. Like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, that's why I have not painted any of my corn guys because I'm waiting for him to drop. And... Ooh, baby, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's why you haven't painted him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what. Shut up, Bob. Um, hey, cut the man some slack. 
But because I, I, I think the game has changed a lot since back in third and fourth. Like, I remember those days, like, it was, yeah, like, it was like that. No one had or, like, you know, even to put, like, bloody about Abaddon on the field, like, it was ridiculous, the restrictions yeah. to put him on. But Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, like, it was like, oh, he put Abaddon on, it had to be, like, I can't remember the rule, but there was specific things you had to do to have him actually on the battlefield. Um, but to, I think from what I see, like, obviously I don't play anymore, but from what I see, like, the games change so, like, you know, basically, like, so far. Theme, like, a game's over in two turns pretty much nowadays. Like, yeah. The alpha strike is so strong. Yeah, that, yeah, and you've got armies that just blow you off the table. Like, just don't even have to worry about like close combat because, like, the shots they're putting out is just undeniable. And you've got like big, big mon- like land raiders get shot off in one turn, like by one squad and shit. It's just unbelievable. So I, I don't know. I don't mind the hero hammer aspect because, like, I kind of like it. Like, see Mortarion go up against Gilliman or mm-hmm. you know the Avatar of Cain go up against like what's, what's another big character. I, I, I kind of <laughs> I got nothing unless it's Space Marines. Um, Magnus. Yeah, oh, that's it. Magnus. Yeah, I lo- I like that sort of shit when it actually happens and it's like. They don't. They're not coming in on like you know two wounds left or something. You know, I, yeah. I don't mind seeing that on battle reports, but yeah, it is what it is. Like you know. Oh, so true. Like I have no. I'm under no delusions that it's gonna swap away from that anytime soon. Yeah. Well, I think from what I'm hearing, like, aren't they like completely like going in with a blank page in the next edition? You guys would know better than me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can assure you, I would not. <laughs> I, I remember saying, like, it's yeah, it's like a full rewrite of like you know, like they're flipping the script again. Wow, I mean, yeah, I but... I'm I totally like change. It's kind of fun and exciting to see something yeah. like what's it gonna be? Because there's nothing stopping you going back to the old rules. Do you know what I mean? You want to yeah. go back to the old rules and play a game with that? Yeah, it's literally yeah. physically nothing stopping you. Like it's so true. Just go do it. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. like um, but yeah, it's nice to have other options. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I'm not opposed to change. Like, it's just hard to keep up with it. <laughs> like, you know. I like, mean, that's we, that's we, the number one reason why I only played three games in ninth because I played that many, and all of a sudden my rules were changing, and I needed more books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that that's brutal as well. Like the yeah. amount of books you have to buy. Air quotes. To play, it's, it's yeah, like, oh, definitely, hundred percent. And like you know, like like they drop leagues of Rotan, and two days later they get FAQ'd. It's like, yeah, fuck, brutal. seriously. Like, I thought you guys pay playtesters. Like, what's going on here? But, I mean, oh. I, I'm hundred percent with you on that one. That's so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> Just on that, how do, how do you feel about having Space Wars back in 40k? I mean, I'm I'm all for it. Anything that is not an Imperium faction, but even then, if it's a good Imperium faction, like I'm happy, um, as long as it's not another Space Marine. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I can I can agree because like it's Space Marines are dumb dust to do the poster boys, but like yeah, yeah, like I've I've called for a new faction apart other than Leagues of Rotan or Squats or whatever we're calling mm-hmm. for a while. I think it'd be good, what? like another Xenos faction. Yeah, and even these like they're it's not my favorite faction ever to come out, um, and. Honestly, I'm a big fan of the dwarven aesthetic, hmm. uh, especially when it comes to like runes and gems. Yeah. Yep. So I wish their aesthetic um, had incorporated a little bit more of that. I think they're yeah. moving more <laughs> towards that now because we we said exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we said well, when they first them, came they out. Are. I think that's the right move. Uh, yeah, we said exactly the same thing when they first came out. I was a bit like, "Well, it's just, it's just a short like, like what? Well, oh, they look very similar to the Necro Munda kill team." Um, I see it, and it was, but just shorter. And I was like, "Oh, I mean, they're not terrible, but meh. But then they brought out yeah. like ones with uh, melee weapons, like axes and like swords and stuff. You had okay, rune, that sort of shit. Yeah, like rune okay. tattoos and. Like yeah. leaping into battle, and I was like, "Yes, this is okay. dwarves in space. That's what I wanted." Just that—that that sounds a lot more like what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's that's what we were all looking for. Just give us dwarves in space. We don't care Man. about this. Give us just give us what we want. <laughs> I was talking yeah. to my partner just recently, and I got talking about Rock and Stone, and I was like, "Oh yeah. man, what was that game called? That was <laughs> such a good game." Oh man, yeah, the, the internet dwarves was, in um, space on fire with rock and stone for a long time yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i still i still think about it going back and playing it i'll do what i normally do with games which is wait like five years till after they came from when they came out and then then play them and then get really into it and try and talk to people about it and they're like well that's past that we're all done now <laughs> the time for that is gone like, yeah but i'm into it now <laughs> Speaking of video <laughs> games, have you guys heard any new development on uh, either the new third-person shooter they were coming out with or the new Space Marine 2? I have not. Uh, I have heard third, nothing on this. The, the third-person shooter one, are you talking about Dark Tide? Yes. Um, I haven't heard much about it. But I, just, I don't know everyone's really hyped for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Space Marine 2, like, that just came out of left field. Like no one even saw that coming, and like I think it was was it E3 or whatever. They dropped the trailer, and like everyone just went nuts over it. Um, I haven't heard much more about Space Marine Two. Like, but I'm okay, no to... like release dates or anything. Wow, we haven't got anything like that yet. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. It's killing us, but yeah. Yeah. No, the only video I'm game just... release I've seen that I was excited for is the new God of War, which is <gasps> coming soon. And <gasps> I feel like I've been waiting my whole life since I've played the last God of War. I've been one like, month and one day. Uh, like since yeah. that game, that game has ruined other games for me. I can't um, can't enjoy them. It's not the same. It's not God of War. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Any guesses as to what I was doing that I had to set an alarm to get myself ready for this? <laughs> I was playing God of War. It's such a good game. It's <laughs> oh just, my God. it's just for me, right? It's the perfect game. It's holy the, shit, Bob. The controls are perfect. The storyline's <laughs> perfect. It's just I, the aesthetic is beautiful. It's everything you need in a game. 
holy fuck i was as i was playing not an hour ago i'm having this moment with the game where i'm like you know i might be blind to something in this game but i cannot think of a single flaw that this game has like even breath of the wild which i thought was a, an amazing game yeah yeah god, god of war eclipses it like it's yep. I, I think it's a perfect game. And I'm, yeah. I'm happy I'm happy for people to prove me wrong and point something out, but I was struggling to find I am not, anything. I am not happy for someone to point it out. I will I will get immediately... I will go from 0 to 11 very rapidly. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he will, and he has. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Like, honestly, I, I just... I, it's, I think for me it's as well... It's so good. It's so good. It also leans on the nostalgia from like the original God of War games and like hey. from the storyline perspective but it does it in such a beautiful way in the look look what he's like now this is how Kratos has evolved as a as a character yeah compare him yeah, to how he was then he's not the one dimensional rage filled person and it's yeah it's just so good Such like he's a funny. father yeah. here's how he develops a relationship with his son here's how he like opens himself up to be vulnerable and share his horrible past with his son. He could have just lied to his son for his whole life. Yep. But instead he chose to reconcile and have like a path of forgiveness and redemption. Like it's a fucking amazing so story. I'm assuming you finished it. I'm assuming that you Oh have... good lord, I'm, I'm on like my fourth playthrough. Right, that's fine. Wait, wait, no, no, no spoilers. Fine, no spoilers. No spoilers. No, 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 no spoilers. Oh, I still have not okay. finished it, man. Because that I'm sorry, John. Because that ending it's, was, it's I didn't one, see it coming, and it was spot on. Holy the shit. The one God of War game I have not finished yet in the whole, I mean, the whole franchise. Say, I can savor it, man. Just I, savor yeah, it. It's so good. The And this isn't a spoiler. The, the only, not issue, I suppose, but the only <laughs> problem I had with it is the difficulty curve on the, you know, the optional Holy final fuck, boss. Holy fuck, it's so hard. It goes from like, oh, these are tricky, like, to, oh, no, I'm I'm getting through these, um, what's it called? The Valkyrie. I'm yeah. getting oh, the through Valkyries. Yeah, I'm getting through oh, them. Yeah. They're hard, but I'm getting oh. there. I've, I've got through them. Versus the, like, Valkyrie queen is yeah. like, queen, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Holy what? It's, I remember putting that down to give me a story. So, like, the, the easiest difficulty. And even then, I struggled for days. I think it's I I per, I think it's purposeful. I think they purposely do it like that because you almost get a little bit arrogant, like you know when you've been playing for ages, you've sort of like got all the armor, the tip top stuff. Your your stats yeah. are massive. You've just wiped the floor with the the final Valkyrie, and you're just smashing your way through. Yeah, your enemies. trolls mean nothing. Yeah, you're just steaming through stuff, and then you're like, huh, right? I think it's ready to go and get the Valkyrie <laughs> Queen. Look at me, swagger, and then it's just, uh, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> It's just your shit kicked in, and it's, again, and again, and again. It's, it's got a, a very feel of, um, like, for no reason whatsoever, it's it's suddenly become, it's like a Dark Souls game, just <laughs> out of nowhere. It's, Agony. It's like, ah, pleasant, ah, Dark Souls again. Yeah. Ah, that's what that felt like. I remember that feeling. <laughs> and then, I know for me, I got so frustrated, I was like, that's it, I'm getting the entire game to 99.9% .9 until I have to do this. <laughs> And that was the last thing I had to do. And I just sat down there for like, I think a week. 
until I beat it. I'm yet. <laughs> also, I'm not like particularly good at the games. So. I'm yet to beat her. It's oh, like it's totally is, worth it though. I I like ages ago when I played it, and I I literally got to the point where I had to go. I'm I can't reduce the difficulty level. I can't yeah. do that. I won't let myself. <laughs> but then I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> physically That's cannot. So I physically my hands. You failed me. This is. <laughs> Look at the. She's laughing at us. That's what is. <laughs> yeah, Which okay. Knows. So, I I I will go out on a limb. For me personally, I think it's like the best franchise of games out. Because, as I said, I I've, I've finished every single fucking God of War, yeah. even the ones on PSP. Same. Wow. They they weren't great, though. I will be frank. The no, PSP no, they were terrible. Were, were not so hot. Coming from, like, gamers' aspect, would what would be your top franchise of game that you just, chef's kisses, cannot take anything away from? For me, it's God of War, because mm. I love the first three. Okay. Well, I'm happy that you... Uh, are familiar with them? Are both of you familiar with the first three? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the God of Wars. I've also played okay. every single one, even the very, very, very poor ones. I think there's nine in total. Yep. Okay, but this is the very first one I've ever played. So I was going to ask someone who is familiar with them, are all of the three as good as this one? Because then I would be pretty inclined to go back and play them but I never thought they were this good. They are very okay. different games, I think. Yeah, totally oh, okay. different. Okay. Totally different. It's got a similar vibe, don't get me wrong. The storylines are the solid. F- storylines are great, man, but they're just button-mashing games. Okay. They're okay. not, they're not one... RPGs. This, this one was see. totally different, man. But yeah. I think the storyline in it carries it, like, because you're just like, oh, fuck, I need to know what happens next, or what, what's he going to do? Like... And like God of War three <laughs> is brutal as fuck. Yep, like, that's the one where he uh, kills Zeus. Yeah, that's that's the one where pretty much like oh <laughs> uh, yeah, game's like fifteen years old. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> that, that's pretty much the one where you go through and you're 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 just taking out Mount Olympus. Yeah, like, okay. It's, okay. But one it by is one. I do think you do have to play. Although I think I played them in a weird order. I played God of War 2 first, and then I played God of War 1. And then I, when it eventually came out, moved to God of War 3. Um, but yeah, the, the, it is satisfying in God of War 3, and it's worth it through 1 and 2. And you get to this stage where it's like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, this, mm. is, this is worth it. I've definitely, I think I've watched like clips of mm. the game. Maybe, maybe I should, maybe I could watch like... I'm not playthrough. averse to that. I I have watched people play through full games before that I'm like, I'm never gonna I can't be bothered to play through this. I have X amount of time. <laughs> However, I will watch somebody else play it yeah. whilst I'm doing something else. That's fine. Um yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's worth it. The the other little ones, not so much. I think <clears throat> the only downside to I think any of the other ones is I think pretty much in every single one of them there is a moment where, like, you know, when we're talking about that difficulty curve? Yeah. There's a moment where it's just, for no reason, this one little segment is really fucking hard for no reason at all. Um, Like, I think in God of War, it's like, I can't remember what they called it now, but it's like, a, like you have to climb this column and there's blades, and it's just very, 
Okay. Yeah, it's and it's you just, just have to like time your frames, right? Yeah, it basically just becomes a Frogger game for like oh, a split okay. second, but that whole segment is like really fucking hard. Um, <laughs> and there's another one I can't remember which one it was, but where for no reason there's a group of enemies and you have to sort of like wave after wave of these just regular enemies, but for some reason they're really really hard to kill. Like then at no other point in the game are they this tricky except for that point, but it's to the point where that little bit is harder than, like, the final boss, any other boss in the game. It's just this one little bit that... Yeah. Separating the boys from the men. I just, and and I came out as a boy. That's... that's <laughs> <laughs> we were separated, and that's where I fell in the line. So, <laughs> here we are. Um, but to go back to your question, Chano, of franchise... <laughs> I don't think there's any franchise that I think is like particularly amazing that maybe, I don't know, just not off the top of my head, but I will say that I always go back to World of Warcraft. Hey, I was going to say, please don't say Final Fantasy. Please don't say Final Fantasy. I like the really, really early Final Fantasy. I'm not into like the whole guns and swords thing, yeah, but the art yeah. is cool. Interesting. World of Warcraft, man, like. Yeah. What about you, Bob, before we go on a World of Warcraft? I, <laughs> like, I've been see, waiting for this. There's three. There's three, I'd say. The God of War franchise is, yeah, it's fantastic. The latest game is absolutely beautiful. Absolutely the perfect game. And the other yeah, ones, are, um, like, one, two, and three. And I think, yeah, no, just one, two, and three. I think there is a fourth one somewhere in there, I think, that was okay. Um, but, yeah, one, two, and three the, were... The prequel one? So they yeah, with the Furies. Um, yeah, the very full. Uh, the yeah. storylines are good, though. Um, yeah, the, the oh, problem. With the, the problem with the fourth one, which I think it's the one with the Hecatonkeries with the loads of arms. Um, the problem with it is, is it sort of feels like they made the game, and the first hour of playthrough is really, really strong and really good, and then the rest of it's yeah. just shit. Yeah, and it sort of feels like <laughs> yeah. they've they've made this whole game just to showcase the first hour at like an event. Yeah. Yeah. So that they can play through that first hour and go, hey, look how good this game is. And then just the rest of it's just, yeah, whatever. But um, yeah, God of War, <laughs> Tony Hawk's, which will always hold a special Classic. place in my heart. Because um, I think, like many of our generation. Line, yes. Tony Hawk, like, two. Like uh, many of our generation, I think our music tastes were formed off Tony Hawk's one and two. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a portion can be traced there goldfinger superman oh. um is a banger but um yeah that and final fantasy for nostalgic reasons but only seven in ten interesting only seven in ten the I rest of them the are not bothered. I, just know, I just know the franchise i don't know anything yeah. about final fantasy i remember watching a movie about it and i was like no it's poor shit <laughs> i feel like there's two like well, maybe three now, of like teams of Final Fantasy fans. And there's people who tend to like seven and ten. There's people who love, I think it's, yeah, nine. Nine's their favorite. And then there's all the people like all the really super new ones. Um, yeah. like post yeah. ten. Uh, but I think, yeah, no, ten is very good. It's just. Well, you need a new list for me. It's a um, new category. Yeah. A, a new list. Well, a new category. Because I like, I love. One, two, and three, like the Japanese ah. releases. They're such, they're such classic final, like just fantasy RPG mm. games. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I can't say I've met many people that choose them. Oh, they're so good. What, what, what console were they on? 
Um, so I played them on the Game Boy Advance, maybe the oh. DS. They ported them over to, but originally they I can't even I don't know what system they were on originally. An Super old Nintendo. one. They were yeah, yeah. very old. Super Nintendo or something. Not something even like that, that yeah. I don't think. I think it's yeah. Nintendo. They sort of wow. they've got like an old Zelda feel to them, they or an old yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Pokemon like yeah. that that yeah. vibe. Um, Legends of Zelda. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. So you were saying your other pick would be Warcraft. Are you, is that solely the whole franchise or just WoW? Um, so you're talking about like the MOBAs or like Warcraft three? I'm talking about like Warcraft, the OG, yeah, two and three, and then World of Warcraft. So I never played Warcraft or two and three. <sighs> I know, but <gasps> but I played Dota. <laughs> never played Dota. I was I was yeah. I, I've never got into MOBA games. Yeah, so definitely like World of Warcraft. That's my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I was just a little too young to hit those Warcraft games. They're very dated now. Yeah, but, and yeah, I think going back now would be really tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Very but I, ha- but I have watched a couple clips for them because they have some really cool storyline. Um, yeah. Uh, like cutscenes in them. Yeah. I think, I think World of Warcraft 3 still holds up to play again. Like, because mm-hmm. it's 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 more advanced than it's not just like build a base, build build an army, go invade. Right, that's um, the one with Arthas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like before, it, that's as, like as he's starting to fall and sort of stuff. Like you know, you play right. through the, you play through. I can't oh, Duratar and all that sort of stuff. The main orc guy. Okay. You yeah, do yeah. his campaign, and you do like you know an evil dead, the undead, evil dead. Fuck. The Undead campaign, and then you do like the humans, and it's all about, yeah, Arthas and how he's yeah. consumed by vengeance and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, like, Arthas is one of my favorite characters, so I'm pretty sure I've seen a yeah. decent amount of those ones, those clips. Yeah. So with with World of Warcraft, were you were you like OG days, like when it like dropped? So I was definitely not allowed to play. Uh, video games back in that time. Never mind <laughs> the fact that they were full of violence and magic. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I started right at the end of Wrath of Lich King. Like, oh Wrath- really? Yeah, Cataclysm was coming out maybe in oh. three months, and I started in Wrath. Oh, okay, yeah. I was I I I remember like because I've got an older brother. And I went to his place. He goes, well, like, yeah, dude, you got to check out this game on, like, PC I've got. It's like, you know, he goes, like, you know, Warcraft. I'm like, yeah, we'll play that. He goes, this is like a, a world of Warcraft. Like, it's online. I'm like, oh, dude. Like, he made me, like, a yeah. Tauren Hunter on his computer, and I was playing, like, up to, like, level five or something before we had to go. Wow. And I was like, I was hooked, man. Like, this is OG vanilla WoW days. There's something like, special about your first character. <laughs> Yeah, and it was just like, oh man, and like I've, I've, I still to this day I have a massive, not massive, but like a big Tauren hunter statue that sits in my cabinet. Oh, that's just, cool. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't even know if you can get them anymore. Um, but I, I was playing. I think I got back into it later when I could afford a PC to run it. It was 
after the first expansion, and then I think I stopped playing just before the expansion that you're talking about came out. Cataclysm? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we rough, pretty rough, much... Yeah, we missed it. We other. traded places. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, rough and literally, like, when they, like, I, I got the big, big box set that came with all the artwork oh, and all the nice and all that. Yeah, like, I was, I was at the game store, like, day one. I was like, I'm taking the day off work. Yeah, Being that's there. the best. Like, doing, doing certain stuff that I shouldn't do and just playing video games all day. And, um, yeah, that to me was, like, Fantastic, man! I, the 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 grind to get my character up the days before Lich King dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like guys would be like, "Are you coming out like to the pub or the clubs?" I'm like, "Nah, dude, I've got stuff on, man. I've got, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm focused. Yeah, I got shit to do." Like, oh my god, you're such a dick! I'm like, you just don't understand, man. My crafting is not where it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It was, yeah, I, I 100%, like, we were talking, I was talking to my brother the other day, and we were like, oh, dude, what about WoW? And he's like, I was thinking about that, man. What do you reckon? I'm like, I reckon we could do this, man. He's like, yeah, but now we've got, like, kids and wives. And I'm like, this is a valid point. We, I don't I, think we can do this, man. Uh, and, and a podcast. Um, <laughs> just Oh, that too, yeah. Jeez. I'm not, this is not me trying to convince you to come back, but, <laughs> but in Dragonflight, I don't know how much you know about it, but the Wait, talent system, the talent system is going right back to how it was in Wrath. Oh, and really? I, I am super excited to go back to talent trees. I think the game is going to take a big shift in Dragonflight, and I'm really excited for it, because I've been it's... pretty disappointed with the past few. Yeah, yeah, like that's what we were talking about. Cause like we love the we love the grind. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, you you put in the work and you get the reward. That right. was like, yeah. And then I think like my brother's like he, uh, a while ago. He goes, oh, I just loaded up. Wow, and he goes, like it's just like click, 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 and like you're into a raid or you're into an instance, and like he goes, I played it for like three hours. And he goes, my levels just like shot through the roof. He goes, it's yeah. just too easy. Absolutely. Oh, Things man. happen way too fast. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I've got... Uh, I find myself hovering over my uh, Battle.net account. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't do it. Don't do <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's, yeah that's, would you that's... say... Yeah, would you say that that's your main sort of thing, the, like, that genre of games or do you like the old button mashing nostalgia and well um if super smash bros can't say i was button mashing yeah it does so i think i just have certain games in different categories so yeah. uh, when it comes to button smashing like i'll play smash mm-hmm. if i'm if i'm looking for my crazy in-depth a million different things to do um game i can play with other people like a lot of that those categories fit into world of warcraft mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to like first person shooters overwatch one was an absolutely fantastic game and overwatch two just came out a few days ago and i really only played it for like 20 minutes because blizzard being blizzard their servers crash all the time <laughs> it's pathetic um so yeah that's like my go-to shooter um yeah. i played a little bit of league 
but I like I'm just the learning curve is way too great on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I I hear league is brutal and toxic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a wild one. Um, yeah, and then for like console, so I do almost all that on PC. And then for console games, I love a game like God of War. It's got to be story-driven, it's got to look beautiful, and it's got to be not full of menus all the time. Yeah. No, that's cool. Stop stop buying things. I can hear you, Jono. I can (laughs) hear you. Don't do it. Hear you. (laughs) I'm I'm planning on starting a guild in World of Warcraft called Saviors of Azeroth. Uh, and then there's a title you can earn, and it, it makes your name, comma, Savior of Azeroth. So uh, I'm Bjorn Skagel, Savior of Azeroth, from the guild, Saviors of Azeroth. Just saying. Nerds. You could join my guild and be a Savior <laughs> of Azeroth. <laughs> uh, you could, Jono, but... But you shouldn't. But don't. <laughs> He's doing it. I can hear, I can, like, I can smell him. Smell it's I'm, like that time when I you bought that. Excited. Um, yeah, it's like that time you bought that Warhammer piece when we were talking about Imperial Guard. <laughs> you just bought it online while you're, yeah, while you're yeah. sniffing over it. Yeah, I was just like, oh, cool. I remember like half reading the book of that and then just like, uh huh, yeah, it's Bob. Like, yeah, that's that's Imperial Guard for you. Uh huh, yep, yeah, yep, click, yeah. click, click, uh, click, click, click. Yeah, okay, I bought it. <laughs> Are you shopping while we're recording? Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have a, I have a problem. <laughs> uh, no. So, like, we've talked we've talked about we've done a little nostalgia on video games and nostalgia on Warhammer, a bit of nostalgia on Eric himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that you're a, you're a, you're a Black Templar and Grey Knights and a Necron guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. So this is one question we've been asking like all our guests lately that we've been having on. What what is your holy grail model that you just the one piece out there, past, present, future, not even released yet, or concept art that you you just you need. Even even if you're not really into the hobby at the moment, because everyone takes a little break. But yeah. So you're saying a model I don't have within those ranges? Yeah. Hmm. Even even to be, if it's not even in concept or thought of yet. Okay. Well, honestly, I think the Grey Knight line um, is pretty complete. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily feel like it needs anything added to it. Um, but I also don't think any of those models are particularly mind-blowing. So okay. I'm I'm removing Grey Knights from the list. Well, they cut. When it comes to Black Templar, um, okay, I think Sigismund would be pretty neat to see a model of him. But I think I'd more likely to see Sigismund's successor. So like someone who picked up his exact armor and swore the same oath that he did and swore like the sword. It's just like passed down. I think that'd be a neat one, but it would just be a space marine. So is is that is there someone that's done that or it hasn't? I don't. Yet? I don't think so. That's just kind of how I imagine it. Uh, okay, mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I thought that would help. 
Uh, well, Helbridge does like lead the um, Templar, and he does fulfill that like role for the the Templar as like the leader. But I think it yeah. would be really cool to almost have like a champion of the Templar. And Sigismund always, to me, was like the champion before yeah. he was the leader of the Templar. Yeah, he, he was he, he was the greatest swordsman in the Imperium, wasn't he? Allegedly, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. So the story goes. <laughs> so I've heard that Achilles vibes. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah. uh, but but when it comes to Necron, I think that would be the model I would most like. My Holy Grail model is definitely going to be found in the Necron. Um, the yeah. Silent King, like I really like his throne. I really like the men here that are beside him. But him as an individual model is a little underwhelming for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I also agree, actually. I thought it was, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was just okay. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on the Void Dragon? Has Okay, I might have seen this before, but has the model been released for him? Yes. Right. Yes, it has. Dragon model. Let me take a peek at this thing. Void oh. Dragon. oh, I know. I knew this one. Um, I wasn't impressed. Like the model <laughs> itself, ten out of ten. That's a fucking sick model. Mm-hmm. I I love the faceplate, the different changes. I love that tail. I love the disintegration energy that he's got going on. Even the wings are pretty neat. But does it say Void Dragon to me? Not at all. I agree with you. Uh, when it first yep. came out and yep. it first dropped it, I was like, oh, that's so cool. But then I think the more that I think about it, for a, for a, I don't know, for a Necron model, yeah, cool. For the Satan Shard of the Void Dragon, it's yeah. maybe not. I wanted something maybe a little bit, well, more dragony. I know that sounds a little bit cliched, but I don't know. Like, I, I'm not even looking for a dragon. I'm looking for dragon symbolism. Yeah, maybe it was yeah. just something it, to hint. It was at underwhelming. It was. What do what do dragons like? You know, they're they're greedy. <laughs> they breathe fire. There's like an an aspect of laziness to them. They're fucking extremely intelligent. Like include those things in the model. It lacks personality. It lacks yeah. like the yeah. thing about the Necron is that the the minis well they're ro- the, you know they ro- robots so yeah. they lack personality per se in their features. But then when you You're look right. at the Satan shards, like you look at the Deceiver mini, and that yeah. is, you know, it's got the <laughs> the wry he smile. He screams a Joker. Yes, and he he sc- he screams, ah, "Careful, I'll deceive you. I yeah. can't be trusted." And then, like, is it the the Nightbringer? 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, like he has that edge of, Look, "I am Death Incarnate. This is I'm me. Terror. I'm yes. your nightmare. I am the the yeah. entity that has haunted." organisms I, dreams and fears of death and mortality for yeah. aeons i've i am literally the concept of death that every single race has exactly but then and, and then there's the void dragon and it's like it doesn't say anything yeah it's just yeah it's a cool model it's a very cool yeah. mini yeah. but there's no personality there it doesn't give that sort of that look look at me i am the void dragon i am the thing me. that is possibly buried under mars it's I, I look at that model and it's, the first thing I get is like Archangel vibes. Okay. Yeah, it's just like, it doesn't speak to me as like what you guys were saying is the shot of the Satan of the Void yeah. Dragon. Just like, I see uh, it. His lines are so clean. If you were to say this is just a Satan shard, this is a generic Satan shard, or 
Yeah, I can't Transcend. remember what they, a transcendent. Yeah, I can't remember what they call. Is that what it's called when it's like a, yeah. a mishmash of different whatevers? Yeah, um, a transcendent Catan mm. or Satan. We've we've we've, we've, been, through, <laughs> we've been through, but um, yeah, I'd like to see more Satan shards because I often forget that there are so many. Um, there there isn't just the three. There are like numerous. Um, I think a lot of them are dead now, but. Yeah, there's, there's definitely four. There? There's, there's, there's like four. There's like t- ten plus. No, yeah, but there's four models. Yeah, yeah. There's the, there's the Nightbringer, the Deceiver, the Void Dragon, and the Green. So that's the, the Transcendent. Ones. Yeah, the Transcendent. Ah, oh, okay, sorry. Well, I'm not. I mean, he's technically still a Catan. You're, you're right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, from the the ones that had a name and a personality attached to it, I um, oh, yeah, I'd like to see. There's um I don't know if you've ever seen him and I his name has literally just gone out of my head but he does um like hot glue sculpts and the he, war singer that's it yeah the war singer um he does uh, you've clearly seen it you know of his work um yeah I love he's, he's fantastic his interpretation of what the other Satan minis look like I thought was absolutely spot on I loved his um the Flayer Satan the one that started that curse off. Um, oh, Landugo, or it's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, he's he's quite. In, they're quite talented. Emberish mm. the Sun Eater, Transcendent Ten. Okay, yeah, all right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just try to. Were you gonna? Whoa. Did you Google that? Trying to prove Eric wrong? No, no, just... no, no. I did. I didn't Google it. It's, it's on um combat cards. Ah, very good. <laughs> Quicker than googling. So I don't know the name. So uh, okay. To go all the way back to the question, uh, what would what be was, my holy grail, holy grail model? <laughs> so, after all that talk about satans, I would not pick a satan as my holy grail model. Ooh, uh, hmm. I I really liked the new aesthetic that came out with their re-release of Necron. So, like the War of the Worlds aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I didn't like mm-hmm. the beaten up aesthetic, like all the battle damage on the Necron. Yeah, I yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. It's annoying because yeah. you can you can add battle damage easily with a scout. You can't take it away. Exactly, taking it yeah. away is hard. Uh... Yeah, so like those um, legged, tall, thin, gaunt looking, almost like stretched look to the models. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was that's a really cool look to the Necron. So mm. I would love to see more vehicles and um, what are they called? The automata. They canoptic stalkers yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Canop- any yeah. canoptic creations. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd like to see like a really cool one of those. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, I tell you what, I, I like I like how they brought the destroyers out with like the spider limbs. Instead of the hovering boat bodies. Oh, um, that's like the the Hextech? Or you're talking about like the Locust Destroyers with the big blades? Yeah, the, mm. the, the Locust Destroyers that have like, yeah. um, I think they're yeah. cool. They're pretty the, neat. Um, the ones that have got like no legs and they float. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. They're like the, the opposite form of each other, right? One's a melee yeah. insane and one's a shooting insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Destroyers, I think that whole bit of the lore was always a I was always a fan of that um I really wanted to do one where it's I've complete, the, the names of things are escaping me um the, a leader of a necron fact. like a lord that's it yeah but like with the the destroyer thing 
Oh, a um, destroyer lord. Yeah, yeah. And then like have him just huge, just like like you know using some of the canoptic like models and just having him as this massive like yeah. He's changed himself into this absolute war machine. This like yeah, he's just so insane. And it's yeah, I'd love to see that. That would be Six. There is one kit that you can do that with. I can't remember what kit it is. It looks like a is it the Praetorian Stalker? It has like the limbs. It's got like big spider limbs, but it's massive. Oh, the the Stalker, yeah. Yeah, you could you could easily do that with that. Yeah, because that that's a pretty big body. It yeah, that gives me hardcore Darth Maul vibes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like when when they first find him and he's got that like rat shit. Fucking spider body thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. like insane down there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool, man. There's a lot That'd of. I think. Cool. I feel like Necron, because I know your personal Necron lore, which I am a, a fan of. Um, <laughs> big fan. Um, I, I feel like Necron are one of those areas in Warhammer where, again, you've got so much creativity, you've got so much option to do what you want, and yet people don't. And I feel like you get it with Nids as well. I feel like this is like an area of Warhammer where you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah. And the, but yet they don't. And it's sort of I'm, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to go absolutely crazy with it, and I'm not suggesting anyone do this because I, I whatever. But you like even putting wings on stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like on your Tyranids or whatever. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Imagine like, putting yeah, like if, wings or something. Sort of... If someone was like to like. Yeah, put wings and make feathers for them so they're like parrots. Okay, your like... colors on that are so good, though. Thank you. Yeah, army of macaws. Thank you. Uh, they're very <laughs> cool. But uh, yeah, I agree. Like you don't see stuff like that anymore. Did you do the the crab ones as well? No, Who I didn't did the do crab the crab ones. The crab ones. The crab. Oh, needs. were they were they the ones that were painted like in a yellowy spotty kind of theme? I thought they had like coral all over them and stuff, and like claws, oh, yeah. big crab claws. But yeah, yeah. like there's, sorry, the, the nids. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not me. Not me, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think someone in our Discord did that too. But yeah, like they are totally open up for such cool conversions. A lot of them, and I think you're right. I don't think people take full advantage of that. I'll tell you when I did see because it was um it was in one of the White Dwarf magazines a while ago and they've got it they had it in an exhibit at Warhammer World and it's um mm-hmm. someone made aquatic nids. Um okay. and they mashed up, you know, the AOS Deepkin, um like the oh, yeah. fishy minis off that. Yeah. And they used that so it was like a like a Carnifex, but it had like a fishy tail. Um okay. and like a fins. It was yeah, very, very, very cool. Um but yeah, you're right, it's just yeah, it's a shame that people don't take advantage of it. Yeah, and even if, like, I don't know, there's definitely some lore that is more uh, easier to swallow within the confines of the universe than others, but mm-hmm. even if you're, like, that's kind of holding you back, you should just do whatever you want. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're big believers in that. Do whatever yeah. you want. We like to... Yeah. I, I mean, I also, but I think it's... We like to try and keep things canon, you know? Push the yeah. push the boundaries, but have a, a reasonable explanation that sort of kind of fits within the constraints of the universe that explains why it is the way that it is. Yeah, that's my preferred way as well. But ultimately, just do whatever. <laughs> yeah, life, life's too short <laughs> for you to give a shit what I or anyone else says. Yeah, so. It's like, who am I, like, I, think, who am I, I to it, judge? 
Yeah. I think another army or faction that falls into that category where you don't see a lot of people just like taking it and running with it is Croup. I agree. Absolutely. Like, because they they develop traits of what they eat because they're cannibals. And everyone just, (laughs) I don't see any kit bashes with Croup. Like, no. There was some beautiful artwork recently um, that I saw that was um, four different kinds of crew. So I think there was like an aquatic crew, like a desert looking crew that was like quite bulky and with like spines. Um, and yeah, like that, I th- I thought exactly the same thing. You don't see enough conversion pieces of crew because they can look yeah. like anything. Um, I, I just love the idea of tinkering with Xenos genetics as like a model range. Like, there's so much out there for Games Workshop to do, but also even for us. So, yeah. but that galaxy is just fucking huge, and they should, they should put more Xenos in. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, sure. Understand. It's like when we talked about the Drakari. Like the like the Drakari. There's a little bit in that law. You've got the Beast Tamers. And then when you read into the beast tamers, the beasts, quote unquote, that they utilize for their like it even says sometimes they'll use space marines. <laughs> like like they literally anything. So you could literally have anything, shove a beast tamer in there, and there you go. There's your army. And it can be literally whatever you want. Because you know, the That's so cool. Homunculi covens, they're master flesh manipulators. You wanna <laughs> get a load of space marines and mix them with crew. There you go. There's your there's your explanation. Cruity space marines, and it's all because yeah. of the Drakari. Why not? There's, there's pretty much like nothing they can't craft with, you know. Yeah, exactly. So it's like if you if you look, there are little snippets yeah. within 40k that give you that freedom. You just gotta just gotta pick at it. Yeah, gotta dig a little deeper. Gotta dig a little deeper. So, I think we are coming to a close. Holy smokes. Um, I know. It's been absolutely Dude. fantastic. Yeah, time just flew by. I know, right? We don't um, get to talk to Eric enough from anymore. <laughs> oh, we don't. We don't. We don't, we don't do yeah. this enough. Let's we'll oh, make yeah. it a regular thing. Go out and get some beers. Um, Have a good time. Let's <laughs> see where the night takes us. Is there anything else? Is there any sort of final thoughts, anything that you would like, that you feel like we haven't spoken about that you would like to get out there into the, the world? No, um, I think it was great. Shared a lot of cool stuff, got to talk about a lot of cool things. So that was pretty fun. Um, thanks for having me on the show. It's, you guys are great. It was nice to hang out with you and chat. Stop it. Yeah. I'm happy. To, I'm happy to do stuff like that. Oh shucks. Any any final questions from you, Jono? Um Less not chance? really final question. Not really final questions, man. Just more of a like uh, a thank you. Like thank you for one coming on the show. Thank you for your podcast um and your Discord. Like it meant a lot to a lot of people. Um yeah, like hours and hours and hours and hours of content you and mm-hmm. Mark dropped, which was brilliant. It was good, like it's knowledgeable. It had me like in stitches, laughing my ass off sometimes. It had me absolutely <laughs> trying to grab my phone and throw it out the window sometimes when I heard certain people talking. Um, it was, it was, it was a barrel, man. And like, 
honestly, like, apart from not doing an Ultramarines episode, which I can forgive, I've I've done therapy. <laughs> yeah, I've learned I've learned to like. You, deal you with went it through your on. stages of grief. Yeah, I I just like to say like a big massive thank you, and like yeah for all the stuff you've done, um, taking time out of your day, night, morning <laughs> to come on our, <laughs> our show. Cause like, you know, like we, we've wanted you on for ages. So yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I'm a big, I mean, fan, big fan. Mark and I always said that we were making the show for the person listening and all we wanted to do was have them feel like they were hanging out with us in the garage. So. Yeah, I'm happy you, that you kind of took some of that, you know. I wasn't ready to get this emotional. Park, um, <laughs> I've, got, I've got the tissues on here. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, for the tears. Right? Okay. For that, the tears. That's, that's later. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, yeah, I, I would like to mirror that. It's um, It's been a while, like, especially when we look back retrospectively and look back at, like, the journey, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, sure, I knew about Warhammer. I don't think there's a lot of people in the UK that don't, but it was... So this is all your fault, I just want to say. This <laughs> is, all welcome. of this is your fault. <laughs> all of this. And it's, I think, the way that you put the lore across in your podcast was always very... Um, and it does, like we've sort of discussed a bit today, opens up that creativity. Think about the lore. Think about what that sort of means. Um, and, like, think outside the box a little bit. Mm-hmm. Don't just... Like go, ah, oh, here's a space marine. I'm just gonna paint him blue. Sounds John now. Um, <laughs> like think oh. about think about the law. Do your own thing. Write your own stories. Share them with yeah. us. We wanna we wanna hear that. Um, because it's such a good creative outlet. That story that tends to be where you get your best mini conversions from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So thank you, thank you for coming on. And I think for me personally, looking back to first listening to you and now being almost like the other side, being. Mm-hmm. Like talking to you about it is yeah, it's very cool, very cool. So thank you. Yeah, I mean it's it's also fun to be able to share kind of the story of uh, of podcasting to other people that have a perspective on it as well, right? Like uh, people ask all the time how it started and stuff and kind of what the hoops were, but as people like yourself who have gone through that, it's kind of different sharing. Your your <laughs> empathy runs a little deeper. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite is still the oh right. So like, what do you do like outside of work? Like, what do you do? For, oh, I got a I got a podcast. Got a podcast. <laughs> um, oh, that's cool. Like, it's almost like the bat having a band of the night is having a podcast now. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, um, <laughs> the lower back tattoo of this generation is having a podcast yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> like, cause I know a couple of people who have podcasts the now. Um, it's like it's come up in conversation oh yeah I got a podcast and they're like oh it's weird you say that I also have a podcast I was speaking to a friend I went to school with and I met up with him we were just chatting and obviously it comes up oh yeah yeah I got a podcast he's like oh it's weird I have one about American football I'm like what okay like, what's wow. yours on um Warhammer <laughs> you've never heard of it don't worry about it <laughs> yeah no, it's um, yeah it's yeah it's an interesting one it's fun Especially explaining what we do to people that have no free, like non podcast listeners, people that don't digest no that media, um, what yeah. what that is, and then also who don't really know what Warhammer is, like explaining those <laughs> two things. Whammy. It's like, so, so is it like a blog? Like, 
No, it's like a radio show that you record yeah. and then people listen to it. Oh, what do you talk about? Uh, really, <laughs> you don't. It's you, you're not interested. Just trust me now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't have time for this. You don't have time for this. <laughs> look, look, here's a, here's something I painted. Look at that. What what do you feel when you look at this? What is it? Uh, like nothing. Exactly. This isn't for you. This is... <laughs> but yeah. 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 Oh, well, no, awesome. I guess I have a question for you guys. Like, what's Ooh. what's ah. next for you on your show? Is there anything in particular, like a a goal that you want to share, or maybe some cool moves that you guys have, or I don't know, whatever. Give me something about your show. Well, I mean, we've we've sort of previously announced this now, and obviously by the time we release this, there will be a proper announcement. But um, we have our sponsorship with uh, Element Games. That's Element Games. Enjoy discounts on Warhammer and various other art supplies. Follow the link on the link tree. Are you, you guys for real? You got a sponsorship? Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, what? that's awesome. Affiliate sponsorship, bro. That's so cool. Um, yeah, so that's that, that's that been sort of the big thing for us. Element Games, really cool. They've, they've actually got a physical store near me, which I didn't know, which is oh also kind of cool. Um, Congratulations, guys. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. That's awesome. Element Games. You guys are moving and shaking. Um, uh, yeah, I think almost it's it's funny because when you sort of talk about like we're doing this for the listeners and to make it feel like you're sat in, in the in the garage with us, mm-hmm. that's definitely what we've always wanted. And I think it's that you, the listener, listening now, we want you to feel like you're a part of this. And you, it's quite like that we, we are, offer many avenues of communication with us instagram facebook we've got the email address check out the link tree linktra.ee forward slash hobby happy hour like a discord come we have a discord which is patreons only but for one pound a month you can come join us on the discord like why wouldn't you um you guys definitely should like for what like the price of a a mug of tea (laughs) like a tea tea bags are like 70p a pop in some you know, he's English because of the analogy he uses. Yeah. <laughs> Mug of tea. Well, yeah. a Yorkshire what? pudding would be a bad, <laughs> a penny farthing. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Nobody um, need. Bloody hell, core blimey. And then my missus runs in and starts hitting me with a rolling pin. Um, but yeah. You're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, head on over Linktree, donate a pound a month, come join us in the Discord. It's where all the hip, happening, cool cats are chilling these days. Yeah, nice, cool, happening cats. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we like we run we run contests. Um, we've got a we've got a big stellar one coming out for Christmas soon, Tim. But <laughs> that's traditionally <Hey>. fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, nothing. I don't think we need to announce anything now. No, nah, I mean, even that, that was awesome. Thanks for sharing, guys. No, thank you. Yeah, oh, dude, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, night, morning, evening. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's come on. It's 4 a.m. here. Wow. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, no, thank you. Um, Let's wrap this up. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our beautiful patrons as well. Um, we thank you individually on our, our full episodes. It's, it's a, awesome. you, you get enough thanks, you little dickens. <laughs> um, get greedy now. 
Um, thank you again for coming on and joining us today. My pleasure, guys. I've been Bob. The I've been Captain. Jono, and just remember, we're not here to fuck spiders. And uh, this was Eric, uh, formerly of Lorehammer. Just saying. Yeah. We'll see you guys later. Nice. Uh, never forget, guys, don't skip leg day. Fantastic. Uh, Whenever you're ready then, Eric, if you want to do your your patented intro. Let me see. Is it really like riding a bike? (laughs) All right. I've been oh. Bobbo. I've been Bobbo. I've been. I fucked up the outro. I've, <laughs> I've been Bob. I've been Bobbo. I've been. Oh. I've been Bono. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm the. I'm the one that drinks during the podcast. I've been Bobbo. Peace out. Little hammer outro music. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, you do that just to piss him off. You can reach us on. I can't do a Jordan impression. You can reach us on. <laughs> Who would like to support us on our Patreon? <laughs> That's not a bad accent. <sighs> Don't encourage him, please.